My name is James Shen, one of the elders at the Capital Community Church. First of all, happy Thanksgiving holiday to all of you. <clears throat> Last Sunday, our brother Greg delivered a wonderful Thanksgiving message. I don't know if you still remember, in his message, he talked about four Fs, food, fellowship, Friday, and looking forward to the Christmas. I think our family have uh, all the four Fs covered. Uh, last night, CCC had a wonderful Thanksgiving dinner. So we have uh, food, actually it's a feast, it's still F, and the fellowship covered. And uh, last Friday, my daughter ordered a few gifts for our family at the Amazon. She keep reminding me, please hit the buy button uh, before the midnight. <laughs> Otherwise, the, the discount will disappear. And uh, our family also really looking forward our annual ski trip during the Christmas season this year. <clears throat> so today I would like to add a little bit more Thanksgiving message. Uh, it is about adversity. I joined Qualcomm in 2003. One of my best friends and colleagues is uh, Tim Blaston. Uh, Tim started his career at Qualcomm as a mailroom clerk. After several promotions, he became our HR director. To business meetings, Tim usually came to the conference room a few minutes late, wearing jeans and uh, slippers, but with uh, his big smile. Tim is actually a big fellow. We learned to play golf together. He could drive golf ball very, very far, but two out of three times, his ball would uh, fly out of bound. We also play tennis together. Again, his uh, biggest weapon is uh, his uh, scary overhead serve. One day when we play tennis together, he passed out. When he waked up, he said, I'm fine, I'm just tired. So the tennis game continued. Couple weeks later, he passed out again on tennis court. This time we convinced him to go to doctor. The diagnosis is that Tim got brain tumor. That was in 2005. Tim was 33 years old. Next slide. From this slide, you can see at that time, Tim has two lovely children and a gorgeous wife. So every time when such a nice, uh, full of fun, respect man like Tim have to go through suffering, many questions come to friends. At that time, the question came to me are why? Why Tim? Why Jesus allowed this happen? At that time, I was a seeker of Christ, not a believer yet. So I think um, all of us, from time to time, we face uh, adversity. During the adversity, we will ask this why question. The oldest book in Bible is the book of uh, Job. 
Some scholar said it is written in 1800 uh, BC, so it's almost 4,000 years old. It's no accident the oldest book in Bible address this why question. The book begins with an introduction of Job. He is a very much blessed man who lives righteously in the land of Uz. One day, Satan tried to discredit God's glory by questioning Job's loyalty to God. Satan said to God, "You have blessed the work of his hands, so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But if you strike everything he has, he will surely curse you to your face." God has confidence on Job, so God allows Satan to take away Job's wealth and his children. Overnight, Job's ten children died. His livestock and wealth were wiped out. In this sudden disaster, Job hold on God firmly. Next slide. So in Job chapter one, verse twenty and twenty-one, the Bible said this: At this, Job got up and tore his robe, shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship, and said, "Naked, I came from my mother's womb; naked, I will depart. The Lord gave and has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised." Job understands that God is righteous in any circumstance, even in this huge adversity and disaster. One day in 2006, I visited Tim in his office. Tim shared his understanding why brain cancer happened to him. He believed God gave him a warning, asked him. To reset the priority of his life, Tim had a successful brain surgery. The brain tumor was removed. Just as、uh, Satan's attack on Job escalated was escalated to the next unbelievable level, Tim's suffering didn't stop. The second tumor was developed in Tim's brain. Then Tim was angry, confused. He asked God, "Your first tumor gave me warning. I got your message. Why this second one?" In the book of Job, Satan launched the second attack. He plagued Job with painful wounds all over his body, from the toe to the top of his head. The pain and the itching were so unbearable. Job had to take a piece of a broken pottery to scrap himself. On top of that, Job's best friends, three of his、uh, best friends, came to Job, tried to help him figure out the situation, offer some solution. So, from chapter four to chapter thirty-one. Book of Job recorded the back and the forth dialogue 
between Job and his best friends. They accused Job, um, said that the cause of his, uh, his, his suffering is his sin. Job believed he is righteous. In this exhausted debate of the uh, cause of Job's suffering, Job started curse his own birthday. He didn't curse God. He cursed his own birthday. But he wanted to debate with God. In 2008, when Tim was going through the chemotherapy to treat his second tumor, I had many reasons to believe Tim should not suffer. Tim should not die. Tim just had his third child. Three little children need a loving father. Tim just opened a home church in China. God needed him to expand God's kingdom. Many of uh, Tim's uh, Christian friends prayed very hard for him. We truly believe God's healing power will happen on Tim. Tim's testimony brought several of us to God. I was one of them. I was saved in 2007 in the midst of uh, uh, Tim's suffering. So I believe uh, God's purpose is achieved through Tim's suffering and the testimony. Why Tim need to suffer further? And to me and a few young believers, if Tim's suffering continue, if God's healing power didn't happen to Tim, our question will be, is Jesus real? Now let's come back to the book of Job. After Job's long suffering of unbelievable physical pain, emotional humiliation, and uh, spiritual silence from God, God finally showed up in a storm to Job. God gave stunning accounts of his majestic work and power. From creation of the universe to the ecosystem of numerous animals, Job was humbled and overwhelmed. He acknowledged God's right as a creator of this universe is that he can do anything he plans. So Job responded to the God. Next slide. I'm unworthy. How can I reply? I put my hand over my mouth. <clears throat> Surely, I spoke of things I didn't understand, things too wonderful for me to know. God also answered this why question in Isaiah chapter 55 in this way. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my way, declare the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. On January 1st, 2010, Tim's 
life journey come to the end. Kim selected that day to say goodbye to his families and friends. Um, at noon, uh, family members pushed Tim's wheelchair to a park. They had a barbecue there. And in the afternoon, um, they pushed uh, Tim back to the home. Surrounded by family members and worship songs, Tim slept without waking up. A few days later, I flew from China to San Diego to attend Tim's memorial service. To my surprise, I noticed Tim's three little children were running around during the service, just like a normal Sunday school. I'm sure they believe they will see their father very, very soon. Another surprise to me is that I found I'm not one of a few Tim's best friends. At least 30 or 40 of them claimed they're Tim's best friends. <laughs> Normally we believe we only have two or three to the most like a five. But every people said I'm the best friends of Tim. So Tim's family um, played pre-recorded video during the service in which Tim disclosed his answer to this why good people suffer question. Tim answered in this way. Imagine this. God already let me win 15 million lottery. Can I complain I didn't receive a bigger prize? Then Tim concludes, God is God, I am not. God is good. Book of Job closed with uh, God's double blessing on Job. More livestock, 10 new children, and 140 years more to live. But I believe the biggest reward Job received is not wealth, children, and 140 years to live. The biggest satisfaction to Job is described in the Job um, chapter 42, verse 5. Next. Job said to God, My ears have heard of you, now my eyes have seen you. When I prepare this uh, sharing, Joanne asked me, are you sure you want to share this message? Because you haven't gone through suffering at all. You don't have a personal experience. I agree. I'm very, very uh, lucky, maybe too lucky than I deserve. But just like all of you, my life is not always joyful, peaceful, and thankful, even in a very small adversity. Some of them are caused by my wrong choice, from which I have to take the consequences. Some of which are the trials, from the trials my faith grown. And some of the difficulties and adversities are those I don't have answer, I don't know how to explain. 
<clears throat> so in our normal life, adversity happens from time to time. Some of you, I believe, are going through the bigger ones at this moment. Um, in the beginning of this morning, the uh, uh, beginning of uh, this year, there were, uh, was an incident happened uh, to our family. Um, I was in one of my biggest uh, confusion and uh, struggle um, that lasted for several months. Some of you, uh, what I, I talked about, I tried to share more, but I don't have a very good thoughts on that, so I will hold on that. If God reveal more, I will share with, uh, with you or the congregation. And this week, when we celebrate Thanksgiving holiday, when I look back God's grace to our family in 2015, I keep counting. It's become more and more. Our daughter, Stephanie, are going to go to a college which she really liked, she really looking forward to. And she just finished a three months internship at age 19. We thought uh, you'll do internship after graduate from college, but she finished the internship and she gained a lot of experience. But the blessing to me is uh, two of us had to, to go to office together for the last three months. So during this uh, long commute, two of us have a long time to chat. Our son Chris is uh, very healthy and he was awarded as the most improved player of uh, ISV rug rugby team. <laughs> Joanne is beautiful, still full of energy. Our marriage is getting better after some learning process in 2015. I'm healthy, I still have my job. All in all, I have to say, God is still God, God is still good. Last week, when I studied the book of Job, reflect on the team's testimony, recall every bit of the grace our family received in 2015. I come up this message for you. The next page. Be thankful in adversity because our best understanding is Jesus' way is higher than our way. No matter how reasonable our way is, no matter how strong you feel, God's way doesn't make sense. God's way is still higher than our way. The second sharing is, the best comfort is Jesus is closer to us during the adversity. Jesus suffered the biggest calamity before us on the cross and is suffering with us, with us in every adversity we are going through because he lives inside us. The most encouraging hope is Jesus will come back, will come again. There's two meanings of Jesus will come again. First, when we feel God is invisible or silent to us, we need to hold on Jesus 
He will reveal to us we need a patient, and He will come back. The second meaning is all adversity is temporary. Jesus will come again in His second coming. Now let's watch a clip of a video of Tim's testimony. This interview was taking place three months before his passing away. Tim is listening or watching us. And Tim, you make heaven real to me. Every time I think about heaven, I imagine I play golf and tennis with you up there. Let's pray. Dear Father, during this Thanksgiving season, we are so thankful that your grace is so sufficient for each of us and each of the moment. We are so thankful for your unchanged God and any circumstance, whether in our happiness or suffering. Your words is and will always be the creator of the universe, the master of everything. Forgive us when we thought we are mistreated during the adversity because our view is limited and our face is small. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your promise that nothing can separate us from Jesus' love. Not those troubles, persecutions, being hungry, or being threatened with death. We thank you for Kim, for his testimony. We pray that uh, Kim's story and the wisdom from the book of Job will give us the strength to overcome any adversity we are facing now and we will face in the future. We pray in your son's name. Amen. Amen.